about this. We have to talk yeah. about this. We got a debrief. We have to talk we got about a... this. Yeah. We yeah. have to have an exit interview on this. Yeah, it's <laughs> a debrief. Yeah, it's a... Uh, um, you know, this might be... This therapy session might be included in your insurance, so you might want to look into that. Um, this is... But it also might out of be might be out of your uh, yeah, out of your own <laughs> yeah thing is out of your coverage because it definitely was out of our defense's coverage tonight. <laughs> That's true. Oh my goodness! I so many things, so many things. All right, where do I begin? Let's start with the first half. That's good. That's a good place to start. Um. Let's talk let's about the first goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about 27 seconds in, I believe. 22 seconds in? Yeah. yeah. Um, it is. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that happens sometimes. I don't know why it had to happen tonight. It happens sometimes. Brad is, I don't I don't think this is indicative of anything. I don't think like, oh, he has like dementia now or something. I just, it's just, it happens sometimes. I mean, it was sometimes. a hospital ball. Yeah. It was a hospital ball that Miles Robinson gave. He yeah. <laughs> basically like bobbled that shit over to him and he had to take a really weird touch Guzan, and he probably should have cleared it hindsight is always twenty twenty. right but he gave it right to Carlos Hill. that, that was one game. of my points to watch this game Atlanta is looking they specifically talked about it in one of their press conferences that one of their goals is to keep Carlos Hill away from goal as far away as possible if he ever has the ball to close him down immediately. What did they not do twice this game? Close him down immediately. And or give him the ball, which is just, yeah. I don't and know why. Box, like, you, you give an uh, MVP caliber MLS player the ball that close to goal? I mean, I don't know what you're asking for, but it's nothing good. It's madness. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, and that's a, that's a big egregious mistake. Yes. Yeah. Um, it can happen. It's uh, kind of fluky. I mean, basically, their goals were mistakes from us. Yep. And like we we cannot afford to do that. I mean, we just <laughs> we can't give away three goals in every single match or two goals in every single match and expect to get very far. Uh, we we're scoring enough. We're, <laughs> We're definitely yeah. scoring enough, but we just, by God, cannot close out games. Yeah, it's so frustrating. So, uh, after the goal, what else did I notice? I noticed a lot of incomplete passes, a lot of not making it to second balls, getting beat, pretty much like, you know, which has been the case. Losing our duels. Losing our duels, losing our one-on-ones um, multiple times in dangerous areas. Luckily, New England wasn't really able to capitalize on anything that like required real skill. They really had to just be gifted all their goals tonight. But um, we kept giving it to them in dangerous positions. I keep saying we need to be more, um, re- you know, we need to be more on top of them immediately. You know, Pineda's always talking about when we do the press and then we lose the ball in the opposing third, then we counter press and win the ball back as soon as possible. We just, that's just, it didn't happen the first half. We kind of got bullied around a bit. However, we did have possession. We did have possession. Just so much possession in the 70%. And we were able to just kind of pass the ball around in the final third. Um, but we were never really able to, well, it wasn't even, yeah, it was just like, kind of like in a safe area where we couldn't really do any damage we were allowed to have the ball in that area and pass it around a whole bunch and then get it down to the wings once in a while it was only until like the second half where they started trying to funnel more balls like real quick um like straight line passes to tiago or yakimakis where they could bounce it off of them do some hold of play and then deliver it to someone else and then that opened up the defense and created chances first half it was all down the wings and down the wings got stifled. And man, I can't tell you how many times I was like yelling at the TV about Etienne. He, I don't care what anyone says. A lot of people were disagreeing with me. I thought he had a horrible game. Every time the ball touched this man, the play, their, our attack died. It, yeah. 
I, I said that about uh, Araujo, but yes, uh, it, it, I agree. <laughs> Etienne on that side. Uh, Wolf came on and it immediately looked better. Yeah, immediately. He was more direct. Yeah, and he was trying to make things happen, um, you know, pulling the ball back. I mean, just quicker decision-making, which is just not in Derek Etienne's uh, locker right now. It's uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, he's ponderous. He's just... Yeah. So Taylor Twellman on the TV was talking about how... Um, He's, conf- he's like, I'm so confused. As if I'm Pineda, why am I having both my wingers be inverted? Um, why have that? Like, why don't, because, and this, and I mentioned, I noticed this with New England's winger was Jones, who barrels down the, the one side of the, of the pitch. He was able to get one touch crosses in at really hard pace, like very hard shots that were difficult to deal with in the mixer in the box. Like, all of our guys running down this, they had to cut out. They had to invertly cut in in order to get anything on frame or a crossing or things like that. That wasn't just a lobbed up, you know, that's easily defended um, kind of ball. I don't know. I feel like maybe, and Taylor Twelman said, maybe we look at putting Luis on the left. So when that ball gets to him, he can just one time it in at pace and give the defense some work with. You saw the the wingers switch wings uh, later on in the match when it was a Lu- Luis Araujo and Tyler Wolf. Um, although I thought Tyler Wolf uh, looked better on the left. I completely agree. Uh, more dangerous, and so that was the thing. It's like, yeah, if you're gonna do that, do it earlier in the match. Yeah, switch wings earlier in the match and mix it up, because yes, to your point, that's exactly what we did in the second half much better is those incisive balls through the middle, and Yakumakis like. He he was making so many runs, ignored, yeah, ignored, ignored, and it's just like you gotta like he was getting visibly frustrated. I think the the fans were getting visibly frustrated. Like my guys, like look up, yeah, don't look to the side, look forward, and look to the middle. The guy's making runs, passing the. Oh. Uh oh. I think we're losing AJ. Is his phone already dying? Oh no, he's still there. Sorry, you cut out oh, AJ. No, You're... no, no. I uh, I just stopped. I that I just I just said in the bar and I, I stopped off. So Alright, your your video is, is, that's uh, what ended. is your video is struggling. A little shock nah. okay. Yeah. What can we do? What can we do? Well anyway, go on. Um. Yeah. What else was there? So do, we talked about Derek Etienne. Luis. Luis did Luis things. You know, a lot of effort, a lot of running. But when he got the ball in dangerous areas, he kind of flubbed it as he typically does. Tonight we saw the return of something we always hate to see, is when he gets the ball in what he thinks is dangerous position. He skies it way out of bounds, off frame, nowhere close, nowhere endangering, endangering the goal. And that's extremely frustrating to see from a high caliber player like that. You gotta at least trouble the goalkeeper, keep him honest, make him fear you, make the defenders have to then swarm you. Um, like, like if you notice, like the defenders don't really approach us until we start to get into the, uh, you know, in towards the box. Then like three men jump on top of you. But outside of that, they just let Arujo walk around all day on the top of the box, and then he takes pot shots and misses completely. And I guess they're perfectly okay with that happening all day. Just look at what Miguel Berry did. They let him do that, and he's just like, well, I'm going to bury it. So. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, I, I, like the, uh, I like the pun. But, yeah. That, uh, that goal, I, maybe we'll, we'll chronologically talk about the goals. But, yeah, um, yeah definitely. Berry. Oh, yeah. But we'll get there. That uh, that first goal, uh, it was more incisive play that actually got us into the box. Uh, two other shots that were a little wayward, but you know, kind of on frame, and uh, it worked out that Yakumakis was able to get a poacher's goal and uh, able to to tow it in and uh, get it past the keeper. Yeah, and, quality touch on that. You know, yeah, exactly, and that's what you need sometimes. That you know. Uh, you pull a goal back, you're able to, you know, get a little bit of momentum. And, yeah, the momentum started to swing. And it was, yeah, that second goal that, yeah, we, you know, Almada, that, oh, man. Uh, it's not completely on purpose, but, yeah, <laughs> the fact 
that he was able to chip it and it ricochets into goal. It's just like, you know, he's uh he's on fire. It's just he uh you give him sight of goal, he's going to he's going to pepper it. Yeah. I mean that uh that free kick Yeah, I was just about to say pinged pinged that crossbar. It couldn't get any closer without going in. Yeah, that's I just, think that that was like luck. karma. Because, like, you know, you talk about puck luck a lot, right, in hockey. I feel like, you know, he yeah. he got his goal back from just slightly missing that free kick that should have went in. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think there's a more accurate free kick taker that I've seen, actually. But, like, And I don't know, man. Like, I, I watch a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, he rivals... James Ward Prowse, I think, mm-hmm. in accuracy on three kicks. You know, well, he's, South he's Hampton. Uh, you know, the, the guy's trying to set stuff. up to be the next Messi, right? So that's a good start. Yeah, I mean, he might be a little bit more accurate than uh, at some things than uh, the Messi because, you know, some things that we know about Messi, he's not the greatest penalty taker. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, in free kicks. He's really good, but man, I don't know. There's there's some bit of accuracy there, but you know. Yeah, it, well, he does it with always, pace too. I feel like Messi's kicks. And I don't. Uh, admittedly, I don't watch like higher reels of Messi all day, but a lot of his free kicks yeah, seem yeah. less pacey and more finessey. This was like like his are just beam like laser shots. Oh yeah, yeah. There was another one that was just an arrow aiming for the uh, the top. Uh, upper 90 uh, on the right and just missed. And it was like he, uh, yeah, he basically, I mean, he's putting the team on his back. Yeah. That much is sure. The, the issue I feel like is are the rest of the team, are they just, uh, you know, uh, deferring to him a lot more? And it probably is the case. I mean, if he's around the ball, they pretty much they let him have it. Yeah. Which, yeah, he's gonna put quality balls, uh, you know, spreading them out or put them in. And it's just, yeah, uh, it's man. What what else can be said about Tiago Alfada? It's just, man, puts us in some really good positions to to get results, but our defense cannot keep them. But uh, yeah, and then. You know, we, we get the lead, which uh, that goal, that ball over the top, it's, uh, it's a very uh, dangerous ball. They can't clear it. Miguel Berry. Uh, I take back some of the things I said about Miguel Berry. <laughs> uh, ball striking is not one of his issues. That, that much is clear. Like, that chest down on that half volley, cool. He struck that thing sweet. Yeah, and his little his little happen. cook in the corner. Yeah, yeah the little <laughs> yeah, little uh, flipping the burger or whatever it was, but he's frying yeah, he it was up. Cooking. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it looked like we had a uh, you know a late winner for all of uh, <laughs> I don't know like four or five minutes maybe, and yeah, we just cough up leads like it's you know. Like it's in style. Like we're, uh, you know, like we're needing VIX. Like we're just, we're just bad at, we're just really bad at uh, keeping the opposing team out of good positions to score. Uh, Mike Conti put out a, uh, a stat that it's like we've we've allowed something like uh, I, I got to read it because it's it's more pointed. But uh, it's like 52% of uh, the shots against us. Something. Uh, yeah. Has stopped only 52.5% shots taken against them this season. Damn, that's like, damage. That's, that is bad. Yeah. So basically, Sounds 47.5% like... of our shots are not stopped. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a team that concedes second most in the entire league, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are allowing players to get in some. Yeah, I mean, like it's. 
I'm like I'm 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 of two minds when it comes like obviously the Carlos Hill giveaway in the beginning is ridiculous and that has its own diagnosis. Uh, the other ball was like another far post kind of knock in. He crashed the net, beat two defenders, um, and goes on to get there. I mean that's like that's fine. I like I'll if someone if they if someone's gonna score against us like that, I'll accept it because that's a decent goal. It's a good cross, crashed the net. You just got there before our defenders and got a foot on it. Um, Guzan yeah. may have been able to do something, but like it is what it is at the end of the day. That's forgivable. Um, at the end of the day, it should just be one goal for them, and that's it. That's really what it should have been. Um, letting them score the third one obviously was terrible, but, I mean, what happened, right? It's a attempt at clearing the ball with a header. I forget who it was, like Juan Prada or someone was trying to clear it with a low, like he dove down low to get his head on it, which I maybe shouldn't have done that. Maybe should have just blasted it out with his feet. But he dove down low to head it, and it landed perfectly right where Carlos Hill was. I mean, obviously, the guy who you know def- uh, tried to clear it, his goal, his intention was absolutely not to put it on Carlos Hill's foot with a thousand you know min- minutes to set up his shot. It was not his intended purpose to do that. So when it happened, it's like, oh, that's just bad luck. That's just terrible luck that it fell to an MVP caliber player in that position. Um, I mean, you try uh, everything to do to prevent that, and it and there it is. What are you, you going to do? It's not like he went, oh, you know, I should have thought about not giving it to Carlos Hill. Oh, maybe I should have considered that. No, obviously he did. It's just, and of course he's going to bury it when he gets that attempt. I mean, yeah. again, he's one of the well, best players in the league. So it's just it's just like how what are you gonna do? What are you gonna be like? Oh yeah, let's watch the the film and go. Yeah, he really should have just not headed it to the other team. It's like well, it's not like he intended on doing that. So it's not. It's just individual mistakes and bad luck. Yeah, I mean it's. I think what you're saying, he needs to clear it with his foot. Uh, if it's low, you might as well just punt it out. And, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe enough time to line up a head for it. You, you should probably. Yeah. Just kick it. <laughs> exactly. If you, right, exactly. If you have time to go down with your head, yeah. But it's also this. I mean, credit to Carl Seal for getting in those positions. Yeah. Like That's why he's an MVP caliber position uh, or player because he knows how to position himself to be in the right place at the right time. And, yeah, I mean, I'm curious what his XGs are. Because it's like uh, it could be closer to one. <laughs> like it's it's basically it's better than a penalty i mean honestly yeah like <laughs> both of those shots hard to miss really hard to miss yeah, but those uh, are gifts it is yeah also carl seal uh with his right which yeah i mean a left-footed player so it is one of those like uh i think i saw on social media that they were like oh man carl seal scored with his right foot so he might be a very one-footed player, but uh, yeah, you know, you give him a just high percentage chance like that. I mean, Brad Guzan could have, Brad Guzan probably could have done better there, um, but yeah, you know, yeah. but that's another thing. Like he should have never had that opportunity. So no. Yep. All right, let's let's take a look at chat um, before we get to the mm-hmm. the the finale of what what happened with uh, uh well we kind of already did, but. We haven't really fully talked about. I mean, we kind of did with Miguel Berry's just Galazzo. Let's just talk about it real quick and just get that done and bowed up with. Yeah, I mean, like, where did that come from? I mean, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times when he's he's taking shots. He can get some strength behind that ball. He can really kick it. And every time he has flubbed it, it's been like, okay, he didn't get the shot he wanted. We know what his maximum potential, what his power is. So, like, so many times he's just gotten the ball and it just hasn't been the way he's wanted it. And this tonight, and in a couple other times, he's had it the way he wanted it and he was able to release some really, really powerful shots. So, I mean, this time it just, it was a worldie. So, there's that. Um, hopefully, next time he can just have, you know, a more reliable shot that has that same power and he has the time to line it up and take it. And he's not hurried and pressured and forced to take a poor shot and then it just flubs again because that's just what's going to happen. Unless he has like a perfect setup, 
He looks like he's going to flub, but he can't. He's not like a Yakamakis who can just make, or like Joseph Martinez, who can just make a really stellar shot out of, like, completely nothing. Yeah. I think, I mean, to be fair, uh, yeah, I think Barry's ball striking here, uh, I think he showed his prowess. Uh, and it's possibly up to par with uh, Yakumakis's ball striking. But I think the... Uh, the issue is for Miguel Berry is that he largely is anonymous most of the time, um, and he's, he doesn't get service where he's in the box to be able to take shots. Uh, nor is he, I think, a good enough anticipator of uh, you know where the ball ends up, and so that's kind of the the issue with him is that, that and it's why probably he's a backup striker because Yakumakis like. Just the, the way he's able to, uh, you know, really know where the ball might end up and really anticipate being in the right spot. That's what makes him, you know, special. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so he didn't get to break Taylor Twelman's record, but, uh, you know, I think it's, what, six and seven? Still pretty damn good. Yeah. And so, you know. He's uh, our leading goal scorer at nine. Imagine if he had played the other half of those minutes. Yeah. What goal run would he be on? And yeah. What goal total? But, yeah, especially because we were feasting on teams on the kind of like quote unquote easier portion of our schedule in the beginning of the year. Right. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, so let's... we we have that. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, yeah. Before we go to the chat, because yeah, that whole thing. I think you guys are discussing it in. Uh, yep. In the Discord. Which is basically, we have the hardest run-in for our rest of our schedule for the rest of the season. Yeah, statistically speaking, we have the like hardest matchup against the other teams for the rest of the season versus any other team. Any other team has a statistically weaker schedule going forward. They kind of got their hard matches out of the way early on. We did the opposite. Yeah, so like I've said... Man, we might be fool's gold. Like, it's... Gotta win at home. It's not looking... I mean... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you have to make it a fortress. You cannot drop points at home. And we've done that too often Yeah, this season. Thank God for an expanded playoff allotment this year. So, and we might yeah. be able to squeak in that way. So, let's look at some of these comments. Uh, Nyman says, I think we need a younger goalkeeper... Uh, Brad Gazan is too old now. He can't save no more. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, he could save once in a while. A couple games ago, he did some pretty cool saves. Um, but yeah, tonight, to your point, it was, uh, he was, he was, he was just not feeling, it. he was not able to shot stop really well. And he just wasn't clicked on. He just was passing it to the wrong players, etc. So, uh, Ariel says, Goose, two big mistakes. Yep. Excuse me, Baraka says, questions need to be asked about Guzan. Yeah, a lot of people on Guzan tonight. Uh, Elliot says, Barry got his goal. Yep. Uh, Ty is a fair result. I don't think Ty is a fair result at all. I think we absolutely should have won that 3-1, to one, and it's it's a... No, it, yeah. It's yeah, a crying shame. Them. It's a crying shame yeah. we did not uh, beat them 3-1. to one. Uh, Everyone fell asleep on the last minute. I mean, as seemingly they always do. But again, like I said, I think I covered this pretty well that, I mean... I don't. I don't really call falling asleep the ball just miraculously landing on Carlos Heel's feet like that. Um, I mean, they tried to clear it, and then he just did what a MVP caliber player does and make you look silly. You just can't let him be in that position, and we did. And it it wasn't that we weren't you know lack for trying. Just that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So I don't know what to say. Um, and, and there's a little bit of this too, where uh, when we uh, conceded that goal. It was right at the moment that we subbed in Santiago Sosa. Uh, and, uh, you know, at that point, we had gone a little bit more attacking, you know. And essentially, on a set piece, like, you bring in guys on a set piece, they're not in game speed yet. It's, you know. And plus, at that point, I think we were booing the ref uh, a little too heartily, probably. Um yeah, the ref was on so, something tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll read more of the chat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, just says NTN is bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's bad. I just think whatever we have him trying to do is not working. Uh, Jack Dickens says Etienne is very poor. I think Wiley walks straight into his position when he's back from the twenties. Absolutely, I think you know either you know Wolf or or um, or Wiley can easily take his spot because he's shown literally nothing. Um, I mean, he had one good touch that uh, was the beginning of a string that led to Yakamakis's goal. So there's that. Um, but outside of that, he was abysmal. He was, uh, it was like a yeah, he, tragic comedy. It's this, right? Right now, his like uh, his strengths are uh, in the buildup. In the final third, yeah, it's it's rough right now. Like he he's pressing. That much is true and obvious. Um, and I have questions about his ball striking because yeah, you know there was the chance from 10 yards that he uh, he probably at least sort of gotten a foot on it yeah um but then yeah there are some other moments where it's just like yeah like his dribbling is fine you know his playmaking ability seems fine to a degree of yeah he could find the open man or you know uh try to put a ball in the box but it's i also think he takes too long yeah. to make decisions too Exactly. I mean, he's got he that, gets closed down, problem. and then sits there and goes like, "Well, I had no options." It's like, well, it's because you took twelve years to find options, and that's why everyone closed you down. What did you think about him? Exactly. Like, kind of uh, flopping a lot tonight with a lot of dives. Yeah, uh, it's it's the sign of somebody that's you know pressing, uh, trying to make things happen, uh, but isn't getting the one of the results of his performance, and so. Yeah, I think that much is obvious that he's uh, he needs a goal, he needs an assist, he needs something to like you know get him going. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, Tyler Wolf looks dangerous. Uh, came on and immediately started to make things happen. Caleb Wiley as well when he's on, like he makes things happen. He's got that. Uh, that's the thing. It's like Derek Antien isn't slow, but it. He, he's that kind of like the opposite of Miguel Almiro, where basically, you know, some people look past him with the ball, right? And you know how we say that about him. Derek Etienne looks slower with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Bryant Lee says, yeah, that's what they need to do. We can't always drive into the box. We need to take shots outside the box. I mean, and, and to be to be fair, Amada tries to do that, and it and it seems dangerous. Uh, Hosetu's taking a couple and seems a little dangerous. I like his ability with that. Um, when Aruju does it, it's it's horrific. So I don't know what the heck's going on with him with that. Um, Dino says Wolf needs to be starting until Wiley returns. From a creativity standpoint, it looked a lot better today, but we still need to work on finishing. The uh, defense needs work, but the ref was very shambolic. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, Wolf, I think, should start. Yep. And it, let's talk about this ref. Oh, yeah. While we're on this topic. Because, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yes, Derek Etienne was flopping. Uh, but were the yellows that we got warranted? Well, those persistent least... infractions against uh, Carlos Hill at one point, which I don't right. really. And it's like, why do you give it? I don't know. It's. Gave it to GG. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, there's three of them that, that are questionable. Uh, the Guzan one is the most. Yeah, we're time ball, wasting. Like. You got us. You figured it out. Like, yeah, like why? Why would we be time wasting? <laughs> we're at home. <laughs> it's two two, and Yakumakis is down. Like after he, yeah, he he had a crawl. <laughs> he had a crawl to get up. That's just. And yet, yeah, it's just like, so the, the ref, pretty much, I don't think he was even looking at the situation. Yeah. But he just instead looked at Brad Guzan holding the ball and gave him a yellow. Yeah, he, lost, he has lost madness. the plot. Um, yeah, he's yeah, so many calls that were against us that seemed silly. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we didn't give him much favors with some of our guys flopping a bit. But still, I think it was, you know, the, the balance of the fouls were significantly against us. I can actually look up how many... There were tonight. It's also that. It's like Amara is 
It's yellow, it's kind of soft. Uh, what was this? Uh, Luis Arujo, he got a yellow. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely didn't. It didn't feel uh, very warranted. It, and uh, there was another foul where it's like uh, it wasn't called for a yellow, but it was like uh, man was already falling down, and <laughs> we get a foul called on our, our player for, for what? We had 14 fouls called on us to six for them. Four yellow cards for us, two for them. Yeah, it's like why would why would we be trying to break up play? Right? Like, mm -hmm. we, we want it to be free-flowing. We want it to be, like, they, it's not like the Rebs were putting themselves in some really dangerous counterattack situations. They, it's like barely that. Yeah. But essentially, the moments that they had were, and for their goals, were moments of our mistakes. Yeah. And beyond that, I mean, they're 20-some-odd percent uh, possession. It essentially is like they, besides the mistakes, I can't really even remember how many like really dangerous chances that they had from open play. Yeah, uh, let's see. So they had four shots inside the box, one outside the box. They had two overall big chances. Um, they had five total shots. Three shots on yeah, target. Right. Yeah. The the eye test passed the stat test. Yeah. And it's just like those two big chances, I'm betting, are Carl's heel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so here's the statistics I really wanted to talk about. This is something that was bugging me during, you know, while watching specifically the first half. And I guess based on this, I saw it a little less in the second half because the urgency seemed to always creep out towards the end for us. Um, but we had 12 out of 27 dribbles at 44%. They had 8 out of 14 at 57%. They had a better dribbling percentage. We lost possession 135 times. They only lost at 117. Granted, we had way more possession. Um, duels won. We had 38. They've won 45. They were beating us to our duels a lot more. We had more aerials won, but we were a, like kind of a taller team, so there's that. Um, but I think it really comes down to duels one for me because that's the battle of the midfield, right? And I think Abaro's doing his job. It's, yeah, probably host that too uh, a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't think that's his forte. They have He's also to, to compile onto this too. They had 20 tackles. We only had 11. They had 10 interceptions. We only had seven. So it just, Again, with this narrative of they seem to want it a little bit more. Yeah, I think there is that. I mean, obviously they have more defensive, uh, defensive chances to make too right. when they don't have the ball. As when much, they're pinned, so. yeah. Exactly. So you know that stat also can be a little misleading to that degree, but it is that. Like we we were second to a good number of balls. And yeah, like ultimately, like if we're if we're gonna need to and want to dominate at home, we need to dominate those stats. Yeah, we need to be much better in yeah, just really being more hungry because it's it comes down to work rate and it comes down to players also needing and wanting and knowing where they need to be. And I don't, yeah, yeah. I've I've been harping on this. It's like I don't think that players know where they need to be. Yeah, there are some players that apparently I think are shifting out in ways that are making the other players confused about how to cover for that. So some of them are just maybe doing a little too much, and then it forces the others to try and uh, make up for that, and they just that throws them off. And then all of a sudden, it compiles in that way. The last stat I'm going to bring up is the crosses. Like in the beginning of the, the first half, we did do a lot of crossing. We nailed zero of them out of 12. They nailed two out of nine. So at least they were they landed two out of their nine crosses. Um, 
again, and I was saying this in the beginning, it seemed like we were going down the, the flanks in the first half, and we were just pumping these errant balls in that just went nowhere. And it's just like you can only do that so often before, obviously, like we the second half, we switch it up and we start trying to go more direct down the center, and that paid dividends. I don't know. Maybe it's a tactic. Maybe it's like it's like a conditioning thing. Like in tennis, you will you will what's called build a point. So you will be like, I'm gonna hit it to the left, to the left, and then I'm gonna hit it light, and then it forces them to stay far right on their side, and then approach the net, and then all of a sudden you smash it far right to their far left, and there's no way in hell they're getting there because you've attracted the, them to the point of the, the the court where you want them to be to finish them. Now and this could be this a similar tactical thing where you're like. We're making, we're conditioning them to think we're only going to go down the flanks, be prepared for flank attacks. Then all of a sudden we hit you down the center in the second, and then they're not ready for that. But I don't know. Maybe I'm giving Pineda way too much credit. I, I think that's too much credit, but I, I like the metaphor and analogy. Uh, but I think it's this. If you can, and you should, uh, you should be the type of team that scores early, often, and... You know, tries to be as incisive and dangerous and as direct, usually, as possible early in the match to get that score line that is favorable, especially at home. Because, I mean, I think we've shown when we have the lead early anyway and, you know, can, uh, you know, put away teams, they're more apt to have to come out. And that's where you have seen those 4 nil score lines. Yeah. Obviously, when we have to come back from 2 0, it's a lot harder. And we. Like, when it is these type of games where it's like a shootout, we're usually drawing these matches. And yeah. And we're conceding one late. And that's just. Yeah. Uh Why? Why is it? Right. But we can delve into it. Yeah. Um, A couple more, because there's actually quite a few more posts. So let's get a couple of these in. Uh, Connor Watson says, I have a question. Does Pineda change how this team plays? We weren't good in the first half. Only got momentum after New England took their foot off the gas. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really see a ton of change. Maybe the actual thing that uh, you know was said was to be more incisive down the middle yeah. and more direct. Um, but you never know. I don't know. It's like... <laughs> it. Uh, it kind of was after the half, so I would assume that he saw what the rest of us were seeing, and that yeah, you know, hey, Yakumaki's he's making all these runs. You guys need to get him the ball. Yeah, and I mean, even when he poked it in, uh, there was some there was yeah. some people talking. Stronk was actually talking in the Discord chat, saying how you know Atlanta like did everything to not pass it to Yako that entire play, and it just happened to fall to him. And so, like, it wasn't even d- the desired effect was to get it to him. It just happened to fall to him. So it's like, you know, I don't know. Who knows why they're not. I mean, it's just they can't. I guess they can't find him. They don't think it's going to be a good ball, but I don't know. Um, I think, like, just to answer his question, um, the only change that I saw that did anything was just the the sub with Tyler Wolf. That's really the only change, the inflection point of the game for me. Uh, outside of that, I don't really think he did any real changes to change anything. Um, really comes down to, to me, like wanting it. Maybe they had a, you know, like a halftime pep talk that pumped them up a bit. Who knows? Um, Ingest says, sell Etienne during the window. Uh, <laughs> I feel like not gonna happen. that's not going to happen. Yeah. I feel like that would be like, we don't want to exactly be a, I mean, like it's, I'm of, I'm of two minds of that. It's like, do you want to be known as the club that like you don't perform, you're immediately gone. Like, I don't think that would shy away a lot of good players from coming here but you also are like well now you're saying to everyone you're a big club that doesn't take nothing you got to be really good and you got to put up to be here so there's that so i don't know how i feel about that as much yeah there is that but then there is also like uh yeah you know players can and need an acclimation period so you know uh he's he has a career year undertow uh at the end and but that's the, the issue is like you know is it a fluke or you know are we just not getting the best out of him 
it's a it's a big question because nine and nine goals and six assists is nothing to shake or stick at, but you know, in what context did he get those type of goals? I think that's what you know. I think we need to uh, really see if we can get the best out of him. Luis Adarujo, that's kind of a lost cause essentially because he's gone. So you know, it doesn't really matter if we get the best out of him because basically. Yeah, you know, I think we just we rock with him until the wheels fall off, uh, until he's gone, and use up all the minutes that we can with him uh, if we need to. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what we because it's probably pretty easy, pretty easy to get better than Luis Adarujo's output. Yeah. All right, and with that, we're gonna have our. Uh, I think only guest tonight with Niall. He's coming on to give us his impression of the match. Feel free to right. give us what you saw tonight and what your uh, opinions are on it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start. It's like the way this team's like playing right now, it's just I, I don't know where to start. You mean you dig yourself into a hole and then – you dig yourself out of the hole potentially, and then you redig yourself into the hole. Yeah. Um, that's just once again, it's just a, a frustrating performance. By, in my opinion, I think that we kind of just gifted New England the opportunity to get um, to get a point from this match. Really, we should have been the ones that got the W. Um, but once again, it's defensive mistakes. Brad Guzan probably had his, I think, worst performance in that Lane United shirt. Tonight, he just gave away the ball. He just did not look confident. Um, and, you know, also, I, I think offensively, we also need to take our chances better. For me, Derek Etienne's not been, has not been it. It's just like he's he's not sort of living up to what we what we signed him for in terms of, like, the experience and what he can, what he can sort of provide. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely questions and, you know, we have a week to get this stuff sorted out before we play LAFC, which I am not comfortable about playing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Buanga is going to have uh, probably one of his best games against us. I'm already thinking about that. So. You think they're going to play him for like a full 90 minutes? I mean, it, it depends. I mean, either way, even if it's not like a full starting lineup for LAFC, I, I just don't feel... I just don't feel confident. It's like we just right now. It's just if we if we are able to perform this badly against New England, then I can only imagine what the case would be against LAFC. To be fair, to be fair, New England Revolution they were third in the East. That's true. Uh, coming in, so they're yeah. right. So they're no slouch. Uh, we yeah, on paper uh, probably should have lost this game. Uh, if we're looking at just the, the conference, right? Well, uh, no, I mean, we're at home. We, sh- yeah, with the way I think the stats looked and the way our mistakes were, we probably should have gotten three points. Yeah, so, I mean, I agree. They're no, yeah, but, they're no slouch, but the thing is, like, besides the goals that we gifted them, they did not really have that much of, they weren't, they didn't really have that much, like, of a, any business, like, getting anything from this match. Like, we should have. Yeah. Put them had, to the like, sword, yeah. Yeah, we should have put them to the sword. We're uh, like, regardless, like we're the better team. Like, right. if you look at the in roster, the run of play, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we're yeah. The in the team. run of play, we yeah. played them off the park. Let's let's just be real. Like, uh, yeah. their chances aside, uh, that they took really well. <laughs> we played them off the park. Yeah, I mean, and that just comes down to <clears throat> finishing your chances. You have to finish your chances, and even. And even after the they scored the first goal, we were creating many chances, but we couldn't just convert. And that is just the one thing that is probably one of the most frustrating things because if you put those chances away, I, I don't think the game is as close as it was. Oh, yeah. It affects the game state dramatically. Yeah. New England start just buckling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's a question from Ingest101. He says, is everyone still high on Brooks Lennon? It just, I just don't think he's as he's accurate offensively. I think he had a rough game tonight. Maybe the last couple games he had some some rough showings, but I still think overall he's been very good. His statistics bore out that he's what is it like top three in the league in terms of like assist creation or something like that. 
So he's he's yeah, doing well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. Like, Especially from a right back. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Sorry. He's like, he's like, okay, maybe he's not been at his best, but he still he still like works his ass off pretty much. Like he's 100 percent one of those guys that's going to do everything to try to. Yeah, this we know. Yeah. The American work rate with Brooks <laughs> Lennon is <laughs> top it's notch. It's not the best, but he's a hard worker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but and, and, the yeah. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and it can't all just be on on Lennon too. Like there also has to be other other chance creators um, as well. I, I think also Mata's maybe struggled a bit. I mean, he did yeah. score. He did score the goal today, which. What, which to be fair was a good goal for him, but he's not at his best. But even though, to be fair, even not at his best, he's still a pretty solid player. Yeah. Um, but there just has to be more all around better performances. Like I said at the beginning, Derek Etienne's not been doing it for me. For the next match, I would I would start Tyler Wolf, see what he can do, see what he can give you. Because for me, he looked very good um, today and, and just had me questioning like, why Pineda would not start him, you know? Yeah. Um, one yeah. question. Oh, sorry. No, I mean it is that. It's like uh, Tyler Wolf. I mean, I think he's he's getting his bearings. Right? Yeah. And so I think in that sense, uh, I would have probably been a little bit surprised to actually see him in the starting lineup tonight. Yeah. Um, but I think after tonight, it's like yeah, no, it's it's almost a no-brainer now. It's like yeah, you got to see what you have in this kid because he's scoring goals then he's doing it for you uh to a degree as well and he's not sulking he's not you know pressing he's not trying to trying too hard to make things happen like Derek Etienne is I think Derek Etienne yeah like he probably deserves a little bit of time on the bench to see uh what he needs to work on to be able to to get back into the team and we have a live update right now. We go live to LAFC losing one to zero in Mexico against Lyon. So that might have something to do with uh, a schedule involving us in the future. Um, so I also learned that Robinson was the one who did the header, that low header to try and get the ball out. So not mm. yeah, uncharacteristic of him. I mean, he's not been doing. This has definitely not been his best season for us. Um, so no, you know. I mean the uh, the first goal also uh, for New Game Revolution was also on him as well because that bobbled ball uh, like he like kind of chipped it back yeah. to Guzan like that's on him because he didn't need to do that. He's like, like heads up, old man. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like keep it on the floor, and then so Guzan has a better shot of like knowing what's in front of him. Yeah. I think that added to it was that he had to, you know, change his eye line a little bit. So he had no idea what was in front of him. So this and might be the com- this might be the comment of the night. I have to read this out. It's very funny. Um, Baraka says, We lead the league in goals scored, but we also lead the league in goals conceded. Serious <laughs> question needs to be asked because quote, the more we fuck around, the more we find out. <laughs> yes. We were finding out good bit about his defense in that they are allowing really good looks and yeah you know like you can you can possess the ball all you want but you give them three good chances with good sights on goal i think most teams in mls are going to score and <laughs> that's, yeah. that leads to the frustration by the way my phone is really going to die so uh you know if I cut out at any point, that's why. All right. Um, yeah, and we will keep chugging on. And uh, and when we do yeah. the wheel, I'm sure it will absolutely land on you and it won't be sabotaged at all by me. Uh. So. <laughs> all right, so let's go some more of these. Elliot Beaven says, the defensive midfield need to do better. Kevin says, we need some changes. Garrett Sims says, even though our... Even though we had a comeback, I never thought that the team played particularly well. We just seemed to force our way through with three goals. The midfield was frustratingly static, aside from Almada. Uh, Kevin also says, do you guys think that Pineda is on the verge of getting sacked? Mm, no, I, I no. think that's way too early. I think that's still... I, I, get like the, I get the frustration, but I think that's still way too early to decide that. Like The, the thing about like MLS is that things can change very quickly. Um, with teams like you can be like right now heck like Atlanta United's not doing well but just 
just a couple games, like if you find wins, then that can easily turn your fortunes around. So I, I don't think that that would, I don't think that sacking Pineda would be right now the right choice. And plus, who would be out there that you would have to replace him as well is something that you have to think about. Um, and would the and the, the thing is like also would the same man would a different manager do better with the players at this disposal? And the thing is like that this the thing about like this club is that it's still the players are still it's still in a, a place where the players still they're still like developing pieces. This, this team is still um, a work in progress. So yeah. I think that that there has to be sort of a way for let's see what they do what this team does in the summer. Um, see what players they sign, and then I think we can have a better, clear picture of, of what the direction this team is going in. Yeah. yeah. Well said, well said, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's that. It's a, like, um, it's a very forgiving league. The, uh, the difference that a head coach can actually make is pretty marginal in this yeah. league. Uh, but we also should note has any player gotten better under Pineda? Uh, uh, yeah, I think Wiley, maybe. <laughs> Wiley, but that's the thing. It's like, that's just playing him. That's but that, but like... And that's also just a guy who's going to develop regardless of what scenario yeah. he's in. Right. So beyond him and Almada, who's already a... He was going to develop anyway. regardless. Like, he's just... Exactly. <laughs> So, you know, like, yeah, this, yeah, it, it's fairly obvious in the, like, pretty much almost three years. I, I, I'm hard-pressed. Like, who has gotten better from Canada's coaching? Yeah, but it's about how they grow as a person, AJ. You have to understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Vibes FC coach. Yeah. Totally. He, he is absolutely... Ted, uh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, so another, so Strong wants to do a bit of a mic drop comment here. He says it's obvious that not everyone plays for the same team. There are two teams within Atlanta. That's what's up. Interesting. What are these two teams? I think he he probably thinks the players that are focused on doing what works Themselves. pragmatically. Um, and then the players that are trying desperately to commit to a system that's just not working. Um, and the, you see the pragmatism kind of shine through a bit with some plays that are just kind of, as one of the other commenters said earlier, kind of seemed like they were forced through. Like it was just, they just like brute forced it through. Um, I don't know if that's exactly what he was talking about, but that is what he said. It's fascinating. It's, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. it's up for I, I interpretation. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But I think he's on a really good thought train there. And it's probably a little bit of that where it's like players that are playing for the team, players that are playing for themselves. And there's a dichotomy. And I think that's the issue. You have some players that uh, are looking for their next move slash playing hero ball slash you know trying too hard to to make things happen and make themselves look good yeah um to quote to kind of um um elucidate what he was talking about it was wolf and robinson that actually gave decent passes to yakamakas inside the box let that sink in wolf and robinson almada wolf and robinson almada couldn't despite his skill in playmaking ability neither could aruju it's obvious that not everyone plays for the same team here. Yeah, I think Arujo at this point, he's just at this point. I think everybody is just in the in the mindset that he's he's gone. He needs to be somewhere else. We need to sign a new player. So I think part of that's just the mindset that he's 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 technically gone, even though he's still part of the team. And that's the thing. It's like Arujo. He works hard uh, on and off the ball in build-up. He's actually quite good in build-up and like keeping possession for us times. Uh, but it's that final third, and it's he's an attacking player. Like he's judged being an attacking player, and he just isn't good enough. 
that much is abundantly clear. Yeah. Um, so everyone else, uh, please get your qu- your questions and comments into the chat um, before AJ signs off um, involuntarily. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> Uh, but let's get your last thoughts, Niall, on the game tonight and what you hope to see moving forward. Um, I, I don't even know what to put into words. I mean, I, I was at the game, actually, and I was just... There were times where I was just yelling in frustration and then ecstatic and Barry scored that that goal. I was like, oh, man, we might as well walk out of here with three points. And then, nope, we don't. Um, Who do you blame for Carlos Seal's last goal? I don't I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's hard to put blame on just one player, but I think as a whole you cannot give him that much space. He like there's like it's like he you can't give him that much space. You know what he's capable of. It's just I think it's just poor poor mental like like strength, I think. I think in those moments you have to be you have to be mentally strong to understand that okay, we have to close out this game and the team was the team was not clearly um, but overall, I, I think just just a frustrating game, a game that felt like a loss, considering that you know we could have walked out of this game with three points that would have helped us climb up the table a bit. Um, and now, what I hope to see from this next game is just I hope to see more. I just hope to see better sort of defending, honestly, just better defending because we <laughs> if we defend like the way we did today against LAFC, man. We are going to be in a yeah. world full of hurt. I mean, it's like it's like clean sheets are another universe away. Like, yeah, it, it's insane. It's like it's a it's just a construct at this point. Like, yeah. What is a clean sheet yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that we know. Yeah, doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. The world may on. never know. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like I think just I just I think I want to see a reaction from this team, considering that. Three points was basically lost at just the dying minute of the game, and I think that's the frustrating part. You literally had the three points in the palm of your hand, and then just suddenly you just let it slip, and that's that's unacceptable. If for a team that wants to make the playoffs, that wants to you know potentially try to make a run for trophies, you can't let that sort of slip in, and that's the difference between a good a good team and a bad team. I was thinking like I was expecting this? to see Pineda like stand up and like break like his clipboard or something over his knee when that went in at the end. Like it's I, it's a, you can't write that stuff. It's like what what are you guys doing? We had it. We had it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would. I would. I mean, jeez, like Pineda's just sitting there going, I, like, "What do I have to yeah. do?" Yeah. It's like I think I, yeah. The, the the players deserve Hair dryer treatment after that game. That game, like it's just they they need to know it's not acceptable. I mean, it's just like this. Uh, this happens way too often, and I think that's what it is. It's the coaching staff being a little soft. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, oh, just to follow up with that, it reminds me of a quote that Pineda said that he's going to bench players that don't show urgency and don't show up the next game. So I wonder if you'll see any changes <laughs> for next game um, from this one. I mean, it's like, I feel like he loves, like he, he's very, um, what's the word? He like, knows the right thing to say to right. for paper talk. But when it comes down to like actually being hard on your players for, you know, doing the hard thing, I have my doubts. We'll, we'll see what Sam Jones says in an interview with him because I know he's going to be like, well, you said you were going to do this and you didn't, and now <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I saw a tweet that said, like, Miguel Berry retired from Felipe, but I don't I, – is that like it's supposed to be a joke? Or I, I was kind of confused by that tweet. I'm sure he just doesn't want to hear anything Felipe has to say about him <laughs> over not scoring for whatever like 33 games or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it, you just have to, basically, I think at LA, you just have to try to get a result um, at LAFC. At, at this point, you've just been giving away way too many points. Orlando, um, New England, and now, you know, you have to see what you can do against LA. And that's easy, and that's like easier said than done, but at this point, you'd have to try to, to see what you're made of. And then the next two home matches, I think those are, those are must-wins for me. 
I have a, a fake bet going on with uh, um, five takes for the five stripes on Twitter, and he yeah. thinks he thinks we're gonna beat LAFC if, if we're gonna have one away win this year. It's Whoa. gonna be that one. And I said I don't know, I don't know about that one, Chief. So we'll see. Hopefully he can come on the show and uh, try and rehabilitate that take uh, next not- time. <laughs> not after today, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, especially after if they lose this final. Yeah, I don't know. Like they're gonna come back like hungry and having a point to prove, and that's the thing. Like we we're a pretty good like trap game type of team, probably. Like you know, <laughs> on the road, we we probably yeah. This this is a game that we should lose. Yeah. Like against LAFC, like yeah, like if if you put bets on this, yeah, you should probably bet against us. Yeah. But. We we know how to put the ball in the back of the net, so you know this is a, this is a trap game, if anything. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Nile. Uh, thanks for coming on. We're looking forward to seeing you again uh, in some of the next episodes. Yeah, hopefully a better result. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. All we'll right. See. Take care, Take my care. guy. Always good to see you, Nile. So, uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play Mark's uh, forfeit that he had to put up. So, this is a video of him uh, putting together what he considers a special talent for the audience. So, I don't really even know what that means. So, we're, we're in this together. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Mark. Hope all of you are doing well today. Uh, I believe I've been owing you guys a special talent courtesy of the... Uh, Wheel of Fortune or Misfortune, you know, if you're, if you're Mike, of course. <laughs> but, uh, alright. When's the last time you guys have jump roped? Hmm? Hmm? I'm gonna go at least one minute without messing up. So he's gonna do all one right. minute without messing up of jump roping. That's his goal. Okay. So I have, I have like three or four minutes left on my, uh, my battery. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is gonna be, what is this? Uh, like... 30 more seconds. Or a minute. One more minute, actually. Alright, he's got around 10. Oh, nope. He kind of messed up that time. And there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Oh, messed up on 11. There he goes. Starting up again. Starting strong. Alright, he's getting in a bit of a groove. Okay, this might be it. Oh, 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 that one kind of messes up there. That's okay. (laughs) It's only three. I don't know how many guys, how many uh, mistakes you guys would make doing this. Is this guy putting his body on the line for you? And he's a tall guy too, so this isn't easy. He's moving a lot here. All right. That must have been pretty close. <laughs> he said that must have been pretty close at the end. All right. Well, that was Mark's forfeit. And before we lose AJ, we are going to spin the wheel between him and I and see what it lands on, as well as what uh, forfeit we have to do next time. And AJ, I'm happy to tell you it's on you today. Oh, lucky me. Lucky you. Let's see what you get to do. All right, everyone. I hope everyone's praying for what they personally want AJ to do. Oh, guess what it is? It's more Nickelback, isn't it? Nope, it's Red Ass <laughs> Game again. Oh. So this time I think we're going to have Mark take the shot. As everyone knows, if you're a... Uh, consummate watcher of this channel i came very close to hitting him it went right over his back yeah skimmed. Yep. almost like you get a little nervous i i made him uh get into a false sense of security with really <laughs> missing my first two trial shots and he started feeling real confident about himself uh. all right <laughs> well yeah, i'm looking forward to it uh yeah i, I guess yeah we'll do it uh before the LAFC match. So. Yeah. Let's do it. All, um, right. all right. So, yeah. 
Any sort of like little chat stuff before we Yeah, I'll read a couple of these up. real quick. Um, Strong says, I'm confident Pineda will resolve the above-mentioned issues by the time the next game comes. Uh, Kevin says, is there any update on Alonzo? He's been injured for quite a while now. Yeah, I think um, actually a few of those players... We're having that. Yeah, I think a few of those players are actually going to be starting to be available soon. So keep an eye out. For the availability reports, I think we're going to start seeing some names come off of the out list. Um, Brian says, uh, too much focus on ball possession instead of soccer defensive fundamentals. Yeah, we definitely had the possession game down, and we did not have the defense down. That's for sure. Um, all right, and Strong says, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And we will see you next time, Strong. Um, AJ, would you like to... Oh, one more thing before we go. just want to say... If you can like, share, subscribe on the YouTube channel, if you're watching and you haven't already, be great. Also, if you tweet out this stream or any of our videos, we will retweet you. So please make sure to do that. We have a couple fun things coming down the pipe soon. So please keep your eyes out for that on our channel. Some cool little media pieces. And uh, yep, AJ, anything else? Yep, so we've uh, got a sponsorship with uh, Zuma, a... Uh, football boots company from the UK coming soon, maybe tomorrow. Check out the socials. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got picked up by a a fan. <laughs> All right. Well. I'll just end it there. All right, thanks for stopping by, everybody. We'll see you next time, and hopefully we can talk about a W instead of another frustrating tire loss. So...